0: Log Talk Radio.
1: once again the lucky mojo who work brought to you by the lucky mojo curio company in Forestville, California and online at luckymojo.com I'm your announcer Reverend James of fullconjura.com in North Carolina and in just a moment we'll be joined by our co-hosts Catherine Ironwood of luckymojo.com in Forestville, California and Conjureman of conjuremanconsulting.com in Mission Viejo, California This week we welcome a special guest from the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers Papa Newt of in Omaha, Nebraska bringing us today's topic on creating a prosperous year they will take your calls and offer advice to address ameliorate and remediate your questions and problems about love money career and spiritual protection using traditional african-american folk magic practices of hoodoo conjure and root work as defined and prescribed by the greatest spiritual hoodoists of our time you can learn a lot just by listening but if you're selected from among those who signed up at the lucky mojo forum at forum.luckymojo.com and called into the show then you'll be on the air and receive a free consultation We'll be going to the phones in just a moment, but first, let's catch up with our co-hosts, Catherine Ironwood and Conjurerman, Miss Cat.
2: Hi. Um, how are things in your world? Are you suffering from the storms, Reverend James?
1: Yes, we did um, last week. We had a little bit of flooding of about an eighth of an inch in our basement. Luckily, it was only about two foot wide on one side of the house and I was able to (laughs) take care of it with a shop vac and not much damage happened Uh, so Mm. we were very thankful about that but for some reason it just soaked the ground here in North Carolina whenever we had that big rainstorm come through
2: Hmm. well uh, we've been doing all right here we've had just some rain Uh, I want to welcome everyone to the chat room I'm seeing a lot of What I don't want to see in the chat, which is people joining, leaving, joining, leaving, joining, leaving. That means we're having some sort of problem with Blog Talk Radio keeping people or bouncing them out of the the chat room. So stay stay strong, folks. (laughs) And uh, and people in the chat room are saying, we got hit with a ton of rain and, um, you know, there's a lot lot of weather out there today. So we know that. Um, I've got some announcements here to make. This is for the winners, for the Facebook Friday winners. So um, for Facebook Fridays, this last Friday, we gave away our Love Herbs Mixture Pack, and we gave away eight of them. And so our winners for January twelfth, twenty 2024, are in the order of the number of syllables in their names, Jack Rawlings, Shannon Ford, Lindsay Platt, Nedry Carter, Ashton Tyler, Elsa Sanchez, Gina Barkley, and Bernadine Witten. Not only was that in the order of the number of syllables of their names, but the stresses on the syllables. I can't explain it. It's just the random thing. All right, well... Things here at the shop are doing fine. We're all making products and as usual, um sending out orders. We've had a lot of um book orders lately, a lot of book orders. I've been signing books like to my hands get sore because I sign every book that we sell that doesn't go out through Amazon or through a wholesale account. I sign them all And if people want their names on them, I'll put their name on them, too, even though that's another three or four seconds that I have to take to do it. But I have no problem with it. So that's what I've been doing. Not a lot of work signing books. I'm working on my Patreon account um, and um, uh, learning about um, how visual art can be poorly served when art professors decide to describe it in terms of the intersectionality of gender and globalization rather than looking at it as art. Catch me some other time and I'll give you the whole rant on that one. Um, But for a shortcut, just go look at the US Post Office's new Year of the Dragon stamp. It does not look like a dragon. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh, no. And it was
2: vetted it was vetted by a UCLA art graduate who's now at the American University in Washington DC, whose specialty is the intersectionality of gender and globalization in art. <laughs> oh well. All right, how are you doing, Conjure Man?
0: <laughs> Things are going quite well. I was uh, chuckling a little bit there, I listen, hearing you talk about gender and inter- intersectionality at all. I felt like I was at a, at a at a conference for a second. These are very common words when when you're in the academy. Uh, so having flashbacks of my recent conference paper. Um, so it was, it was uh, very interesting. Uh, I'm doing quite well. 2024 is uh, off to a good start. Uh, very busy. Uh I'm hoping I'm very hoping against hope that this year is going to be fantastic in comparison to the previous year. So every year I at the beginning of the year, I do a like twenty one day ritual. For our clients, family, friends, etc., for opening roads, bringing in blessings, and cultivating the good for the new year. Uh, so I'm just wrapping. I still have a few more days left, but I'm 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 sort of headed towards the end. We have one more week left. Of, of this particular ritual, and so today was just looking at the omens from the candles that burnt down while I set the new one. And so far, the fingers crossed, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say it because I'm going to jinx it now, but so far the <laughs> omens have been very good uh, for for things, so I'm hoping that it brings some good fortune, good luck, and blessings and open roads for, for us all. Uh, but otherwise, off to a good start.
2: All right. Well, I'm good. I'm glad to hear that. Things here are, um, as usual, you know, you have that holiday slowdown, and you got to get back going again. And um, mm-hmm. we're we're doing all right. We've um, been working hard at the tech team too. Lots of new uh, work at the tech team, which brings me to our guest for today. Papa Newt, um, a stalwart member of the tech team who helped on last week's and many, many, many other week's um, air new pages. So welcome to the show, Papa Newt.
3: Thank you, Ms. Kat. It's great to be back. Welcome.
2: It's so funny. <laughs> to hear your voice and you not be the announcer no no uh no <laughs> reflection on james but y- you know when we were talking before the show started and then i heard james i'm going wait a minute what happened to <laughs> It it's like one of those you know you get lost for a moment whoa what, what year am i in yeah yeah uh, i kind
1: of
2: get that way too <laughs> yeah it's nice to hear you oh. though Well, um, tell us what's going on in Omaha besides the fact that you're freezing your all butts off back there. (laughs) Yes, it's
1: it's like disrespectful
3: outside, how cold it is. Um, Other than that, it's just, even though the weather has slowed down um, a lot of... work uh even though last night of all things i i about a month or so ago i had a uh, a company that wanted me to be a part of their holiday party that they were having last night and it's like it turned out i was able to get a ride there i was they put me up in a hotel uh you know and it's just like as cold as it was outside it was a wonderful evening um and since I'm not really going outside, I'm also taking some time in my office, getting things rearranged, and getting things just ready for the new year. Because um, it's, it's, you know, it's been it's been a challenging uh, few years for some folks, and myself included. And that's why I wanted to focus on
2: tonight's topic. Hmm. We got a comment here on you in the in the chat oh. from Phyllis Margaret Gabor. I just listened to a show. From thirteen years ago when he went by another name. <laughs> what other name were you going by thirteen that years was, ago?
3: And I, I still use it for this blog talk account. It's it was Azriel. Mm, Adriel.
2: Angel of Adriel.
3: 777. Oh Adriel. I, I think but that Adriel. Angel, of, or the Angel of Death. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I was kinda going
3: in an interesting phase at that time. <laughs> oh, I don't so, I didn't even remember this.
2: I, so A Z like Azriel?
0: Yeah, correct.
2: Yeah? Wow. Wow. Mm. <laughs> Little did I know. My gosh. I didn't. Know I guess that. I I did know, but it I, it has slipped my memory. And wow. When I uh, started River, to River be <laughs> uh, Reverend, Reverend Art has posted in the chat the evolution of Papa Newt. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I started to
3: utilize, to, you know, to go the route of becoming more professional, I I'm utilized Newt is actually a nickname I've had since God. Uh, since I was three, and it's one that I've just embraced. It's, you know, I was the smallest out of my two older siblings, and even when my two younger siblings came around, I was still the smallest in comparison when, when they were born. And so I got the nickname Newt, and it just has stuck, and
2: I love it. <laughs> well, I like you as Newt. Um, a little friendlier than Asriel777. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, but, you know, you're talking to somebody I used to write under the name Anarchy. You know, we all have our, our experimental moments, you know. Um, well.
0: We love all so, versions of Papa Newt.
2: <laughs> well, I, I, I'm i not going to blow the, the, the whistle on your former name, um, <coughs> Conjure Man, or any Man. of them. I can go back, I can go back way back to when you were a teenager. Um, Yep,
0: that's what happens in
2: uh, the good old days, the evolution of Contra Man, absolutely. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, you know, we've all started somewhere. That's one reason this radio show keeps going for so long. There's always new people coming in. There's also always people who just like to be part of the the fun circle of friends and um, we enjoy having all of you in the chat and of course we know that thousands of people listen to the show in our archives The, the listens build up over the years and uh, we've been thinking about putting some of the older shows into syndication to run parallel to the new shows, like we're doing with The Witch the Priestess and The Cauldron. So let us know what you think of that. They're all available in the archive, but this will kind of bring them to people's attention, and it'll allow Nagashiba to make a lovely placard for each one. And, um, you know... Uh, Phyllis says, Phyllis Margaret Gabor says, in one before Papa Newt show, I heard the day that Conjure Man became an air member. <laughs> yeah, that's a long time. Was that time ten ago. years ago? Wow. 10 yeah, years ago, that's right? a long time ago. All right, I think it's more than ten years. Oh wow! Maybe I think it is, is, You're getting old. <laughs> good, good times. Good times. Google. Well, uh, let's get on to our topic for the day. We could reminisce a lot, and um, but uh, we, we have a new year to look forward to. And so our topic tonight was brought to us by Papa Newt, and the topic mm-hmm. is Spells for a Prosperous Year. Now, I'm going to give a little intro to that, like I always give these intros when a new topic is brought up. Um, we've had a number of spells on money magic over the years, all different kinds, and um, they've um, usually been met with a great deal of success. People like money magic. It's something they can do and make their lives better. And so we are going to be um, perhaps putting together a list of those. Um, You can probably find it at the Lucky Mojo Forum. I'll do that after this show is over, so that all of the money shows will be kind of together, including this one. But um, Spells for a Risk Year really brings to mind the kind of mental housekeeping and timekeeping that is necessary to plan your life. And I think it's good. We started talking about old times and how long we've all known each other and some of the things of the past. When you start to grow up and get old enough to think in terms of your plan for a year, you've reached a certain point of maturity. I remember in 1959, I was 12, and I realized for the first time very securely that my summer vacation would be three months long. Mm -hmm. And I knew how big, how long three months was. And then right after that, I thought, I want to leave home and, and get out of here. And I thought, well, I can't get out of here till I'm 18. As it was, I did leave at 16, but I arranged a college um, entrance to get me out. But I started thinking about, well, now I've got to wait till I'm 18. I began to think, this is so many years. And then later, when I had my Saturn return, somebody said to me very wisely, well, the chickens have come home to roost, and this is your... Saturn return, it's now you've got all of this life you've lived, and now you're going to have the next group. I hope you do better on your next Saturn return. So I started thinking about time in longer and longer batches, and I think it really takes you growing up to feel that. So the reason I mention this is that calls on who do psychics, and a lot of people call me up via air. And if I were to tell them how to have a prosperous year, they wouldn't exactly know what I'm talking about because for them, a prosperous week, a prosperous month, maybe a prosperous, mm, two months. And when I say to them, oh, looks in the cards like your prosperity will come in spring, I'm just met with silence. Spring? Oh, my God. I have to wait until spring for prosperity? <laughs> so this is a show where we're going to get you thinking about a year. Okay, what's a year? It's you know, seasons, hours, days, weeks. And we're going to talk about some spells that are recurrent spells that you can do, that's what I call housekeeping, timekeeping. And also some spells that you just do once to set the year clock in motion. Wind up that clock, let it go. So I'm going to turn this over to Papa Newt.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Miss Kat. And it it is interesting um, to think of, of time because... When it comes to prosperity, you know our, our mileage does vary, but you know we all have faced various degrees of challenges, and sometimes that can stay with us and can affect our our focus when it comes to uh, the prosperity that uh, we have the potential of creating in our lives. And this is one of those things that when we get started with, we, we have the new year here, you know, you know, the the New Year's Eve has passed, but even though if you didn't get to do anything that time doesn't mean that, oh, your entire year is now going to be hor- horrible or anything like that. I mean, it's just that time frame is going to bless it, but that doesn't mean you can't utilize certain time frames throughout this uh, coming year, the different times. Like right now in Omaha, as I mentioned, it's completely cold, which is unfortunate, but it's also, over time, it's going to be a lot better for the plants, certain seeds that need this freezing cold in order to be able to germinate, and that's also part of the time to Start planning your year, and also to clear off the path. Sometimes we have to shed off, and the first thing you know that is important that I I do feel when it comes to starting your prosperous year is cleansing. Um, Just going simple of of mm-hmm. getting yourself salt, um and dissolving that into your bath. A, a drop or two of, of like liquid blueing. Um get yourself a candle, you know, pray over that candle and soak within that as you Focus on all that which you are, have experienced, that which you have been holding on to, and brushing yourself down, letting it go down and away. Take a little bit, scoop it up, let the tub drain, and get that out of your house, you know, get it to the west so we can really release and get ourselves going so we can do the spells that we're going to be talking about today or just some ideas that may assist
2: you. (laughs) Yeah, wash away the old. What do you think, Conjure Man?
0: Yeah, I think washing away the old is a fantastic, fantastic start. I'm a big, big believer
2: of Van Van
0: for the new year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Van Van has a really great uh, cleansing capacity, uplifting capacity, empowering capacity. Just smell Van Van. If you don't believe me, open up a bottle of Van Van and just take a nice good whiff of that. If it doesn't make you feel a little bit energized, something's wrong with you. Go ahead and smell it. It has this great, clean, clear feeling. And I think it's a really great addition, as as Papa Newt mentioned. Just add a couple drops of Van Van in your bath wash. A couple drops of Van Van in your bath wash and begin washing with it.
2: Can I just make an ad for you? Um, I know you don't follow social media very much, but we've been doing, Shiva and I have been putting up pictures of dream books from my collection of antique dream books. And I've been writing you know, kind of annotated bibliographic write-ups of them. The one that we just put out between the Saturday announcement and the Sunday announcement for this radio show is a dream book called The Great Divine Dream Book. And I cataloged the interior because it's kind of interesting and kind of points to the Spitalnik family and a whole lot of other stuff, right? But but it contained an ad for Van Van oil, and I Mm. was just so happy to see it's from 1935. It also contained uh, in the ad was something called Quick Luck, which I would presume would be the same as Fast Luck, and Hot Foot Oil. Plus, there were a lot of other things, but it was just so refreshing familiar to see that ad for van van oil in a dream book from 1935 so this has always been popular and people ought to know why why it is popular it really is um almost you could say an old standard so thank you for mentioning it
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what are some things you do miss cat oh well my my gosh um I was just mentioning before timing. I like to do timing astrologically. I think those of you who know me know I'm an astrologer. So I like to mark the seasons in quarters. And I also like to mark the ingress of the sun into each sign. And then within that, I also like to mark the changes of the moon. So I have a bunch of ways of marking my calendars. Uh, solar and, and lunar, as you might say, or astrological. And one of the things I do like to do is when the sun goes into a new sign, I like to uh, meditate on, light a candle to, say a little Orphic hymn to, or whatever seems right for that day, depending on my schedule. I mean, I can't Mm -hmm. take a whole day out and just do a whole, you know, Orphic Hymn with handmade incense and, and, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's like sacrificing (laughs) goals or any of that. Can't do all that. So, but I just take that minute, that two minutes and and give a moment for it. So that's how I mark my year is really through the, the changes in the zodiac signs primarily, Mm -hmm. and also the the phases of the moon. Nowadays, with um, digital, computational, Internet accessibility, you can do that in as long as it takes you to snap your fingers. Just go click, click, and there it is, and you'll know when your upcoming dates are. And then if you want to know about those uh, dates, and how they are traditionally celebrated you can again find all of this online I'm, you know in some ways the days of spoken word teachers like the three of us is are, you know slightly passing away because we can come up with everything we remember but anything that anybody's ever remembered including us that's written online you can look up oh well now you know the sun is um going to be entering Aquarius, and we're going to have this or that or the other. The sun will be entering um, Taurus, and we're going to have this or that or the other. And you can look these things up. You can find the proper herbs, the proper flowers, mm. colors. And I invite everybody to do this, to go through one year. I've written about this before, how to do a light for every year. Go through a year making sure that at least once every 12th of the year, however you mark it, whether you want to mark it as solar ingresses, or if you want to do lunar, and you can do 13 of them. But on one of those notes or days every year, you light a candle and think about it. And what I like to do is to prepare those candles in advance, and keep them wrapped up, and then so they're ready to go um, when I'm ready to light them. So I don't have to stop and go through a whole big candle preparation ceremony. I've I've uh, uh, prepared the candles and wrapped them and put them in a box, and then take them out and use them. So yeah, that's mm. what I do. Oh, that's How about very you do? Cool. Yeah. What is one? Now, this, by the way, is not for a prosperous new year per se. That could be for any kind of desire. But I, as I said at the beginning, for me, prosperity for the year has to be based on marking the year. And then what you said, Newt, that spring is when things start to grow, but we have to have the winter because some things need chill factor. They won't grow unless they chill. Um, so we can talk about the prosperity that is indigenous to each sign of the zodiac or to each season. So take it away, Newt.
3: <laughs> certainly, certainly.
2: Well, I I
3: do utilize a lot of uh, the. Seasonal focus. Um, well, I, I will utilize some astrological aspects, but you know I'm not completely well-versed in in that area, uh, though I find it fascinating. But I also like to utilize what is going on around us, what is going on in the area you live, to be attuned to that which is going on. So, like right now. Make make your plan. At least get the general idea... Out of, of okay, I, I maybe last year I, I, I hit a major loss in my finances. All right, how can I break this down into the the seeds I'm going to start to plant, and how can I nurture these seeds with not only the prayers, the 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 spell work, and also the mundane actions that I need to take in order to make this happen. Um, and this can be you know not only the, the, the even the simple things of utilizing prayers. I mean, Psalms uh, 23 is definitely my go-to, uh, which is one that I will definitely be utilizing in today's free spell. Um, sometimes during times of struggle, Psalms 20 is always a nice thing to to utilize, um, uh, when, especially in your times of troubles. But but you really want to get yourself. Lear onto what is that going to look like? What is it going to sound like? What does prosperity mean to you? Not by what you might see on like different videos and tech talk stuff where people are presenting this aspect of what they're saying. Oh, you need to be this rich person. No. How do you define your prosperity? How do you define uh, and how would you know that you got there? is
2: also an important. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say something also about seasonality and why it does relate to prosperity. The old calendars are the agricultural calendars. Mm -hmm. And sure, we all work now off of this sort of non-seasonality. Everyone's looking at their screens. Um, And, of course, we've harnessed the force of Air transport, so that the south and north hemispheres, which have opposite seasons, can ship their goods from one to the other. So we can have asparagus every month of the year if we wish. Um, but still, there are these seasons that work for us naturally. To in winter, to you know, sharpen your tools, live off of what you've saved. So mm-hmm. the winter. Winter prosperity, to me, is prosperity of savings. And the spring prosperity is the prosperity of planting and hoping, setting new things in motion. The summer mm-hmm. prosperity is what's called first harvest or the fruit harvest, the vegetable harvest. And then fall harvest is the grain and um you know, the what they call setting by, the plants that will be uh, kept in a cellar like potatoes or in a basket like apples for the winter. So these are the kinds of spells that you might want to think about. And right now, the time we're in right now is the time of winter. It's just beginning to, you know, uh, become oppressive for some people, <laughs> so um, we should start thinking about how we're going to plan our planting. Now, that doesn't mean we have to order seeds from a seed catalog and become old-fashioned agriculturalists, but let's talk about a, a altar, a little prosperity altar, and we can talk about putting coins on that altar. These are seeds for projects to come Mm. And we're in the time of darkness, and so it might be that lighting a little candle, a tea light, which looks like a little coin if you look at it, lighting a tea light with a coin every day until spring will get you a bunch of coins in the end, which are the seeds of your next project. It's a mental uh, spell. It works on yourself, but you can also start to reach out to people to make plans. You know, by that domain, you always wanted to register. Do whatever it is you need to do to prepare for springtime when you're actually going to be planting those seeds, spending that money. And I'm a great believer in coins on the altar. I know you've all heard me talk about this so many times, but I believe very strongly that money magic and prosperity magic and money magic go hand in hand. They're not exactly the same, but very close. Mm-hmm. And that money magic is a really good way to bring barity into the home. But right now we're in winter, so we need to be working on repair, repair that um, leaky plumbing, whatever it is we're going to be doing to keep dry and tidy, and then move forward through the seasons and um, move our spell work seasonally. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. I I like having coins on on, on, uh, an altar focusing on prosperity. I I do like paper money, but I also like just having a little bowl of shredded money um, just -hmm. because it's like, okay, this money has been around, but it also gives me that sense of like, okay, I'm working towards having some money to to burn. I I may not yet have it, but I'm planting the seed to make that happen, to
2: have that
1: Mm -hmm. excess
2: that is a wonderful thing. And again, for people who are new or don't know about this or are listening from another nation, um, when money is turned in at the United States Mint, they put it through paper shredders. And you can buy shredded money, literally by the bail. And there are people who then break those bales down and they sell it, you know, on any one of the online outlets um, you know uh amazon ebay etsy you can buy shredded money anywhere and shredded money is wonderful to use to make lucky rice it's you mix it with the green dyed rice pray over it um you can take that uh that green dyed rice and wear some in your shoes for a while that will get you prosperous it it makes a little funny feeling on your shoe to have a little bit of rice in your shoe and um and then you sprinkle that around but shredded money also As you said, Newt, you can burn it, and um, it's an amazing thing to take shredded money, sprinkle some money drawing oil on it, or um, you know some kind, you know, prosperity oil, better business oil, whatever it is you want to use, money house blessing, and so forth, and burn that money with some incense. Um, Again, you could use money drawing incense with it. It's it's pretty phenomenal thank you very much Mm. for mentioning that because a lot of people don't know about that and it's really a good way to go
0: mmm just fantastic yeah I think there's several different approaches for for bringing prosperity throughout the year Uh, one are sort of of, uh, folk rituals that can be done throughout the year uh, can be done at the beginning of the year so for example uh, folk traditions that I was taught uh, growing up in African and you know, the teacher I had, Mama J, an African American conjure. her family would burn red onion skins on the first mm-hmm. of January, every year. Yes. And that was yeah. a tradition. Now, she said that some people uh, burn it at other times. So, for example, she was told that her uh, her cousins prefer to burn it on around Thanksgiving time is what she said. She didn't say Thanksgiving specifically, but around that time. But she said her mom taught her that it has to be January 1st so that the new year brings money to you throughout the year. And so she would burn red onion skins on the 1st of January to bring in prosperity throughout the year. Something that I do is similar, as you mentioned, Ms. Cat, to the use of the Zodiac. But rather than note the 12 months, what I do is note... The season, so the ingress into Aries, the ingress into uh, the sun's ingress into Aries, the sun's ingress into Cancer, the sun's ingress into Libra, the sun's ingress into Capricorn. So noting the sort of four seasons, setting up a prosperity altar in the astrological new year, uh, and then maintaining that by burning incense and light at each one of the cardinal ingresses for the different mm-hmm. to ensure right.
3: prosperity
0: throughout the year
2: right i want to say one more thing about those red onion skins see now i grew up on the west coast and i was taught to burn red onion skins immediately that you peel them off the onion that mm-hmm. was they mm-hmm. were not you were not to hoard them and wait until new year's or wait till thanksgiving they were to be burned right then as you were making dinner i mean that was it you just burn your red onion skins mm-hmm. now um Back in the day, many people had wood burning cook stoves, and so they would you know throw them into the cook stove to burn them. But some people would also just um, burn them on the stove top and mm-hmm. I was also um, taught that if you put orange peels on the stove top uh, immediately when they 're freshly peeled and it 'll perfume the room. And will bring good luck. Not necessarily prosperity or money luck, but it'll bring good luck to, to uh, mm-hmm. dry the – you don't burn them to a crisp. You just let the, the scent waft up from the orange right. peels. Right. But red onions are right. much more common because yep. uh, yep, yep. oranges used to be more expensive than they are now. Right. And
0: the, we should, I should say, Mama Jade wasn't storing the, the red onions. Uh, she mm-hmm. was buying them that day, but it was specifically like a January 1st thing for her, rather than yeah. like you know that every mm-hmm. time you use red onions, you should be burning those red onions Well, well a pretty see, and the tradition people
2: tradition who well, taught yeah. me came from Mississippi, and this sort of uh, shows yeah. the regionality of who do. Yeah, there are yeah. different customs in different towns and different states. But those
1: commonalities are
0: so interesting, right? The way that red onion is so important to, to where you're coming from and from the East Coast here, right?
2: Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's funny that way. So, um, now getting back to seasonal prosperity, I really like to set goals for the seasons for prosperity. Yeah. And I'm a Taurus, so I'm going to be really pedantic. In fact, oh, we have a three Taurus show today, don't we? <laughs> yeah, or do we have yeah. a, is it a four Taurus show? It's a 4 tour show again. Wow. Okay.
1: The Tauruses you
2: know, are. The are course. It's four <laughs> Tauruses, and we're having a prosperity show, um, with with one honorary Scorpio running the board. Okay. Um, so, oh God, we're so predictable with these money shows, aren't we? Um, so, the idea of prosperity for each season, to me, can be. think about what the crops of that season are but also what the money goals are for that season so look at your bank account and um, you know don't just um, fool yourself you can say well now we're going to be the next big seasonal um, marker point will be the first day of spring and on the first day of spring Write down what your bank account has. Now, you might have several accounts, a checking, a savings, some CDs, an IRA. Who knows what you got, right? But write them all down, total to them. Make your bottom line total. Count all the money you got in your change purse, condo, everything. Just That's your total. That's your amount of money. And set yourself a goal that by the next quarter, which would be the summer, that you're going to have more money, not less, More money, not less. That's what you're going to do. If you fail, don't beat yourself up. You know, if somebody gets a broken leg or you need a new uh, car or something, don't don't kill yourself over it. But set that as your goal, that you'll have more money, not less. Now, what you do with that extra money, my sense is, do not have credit cards. Have debit cards instead of credit cards. Set that money aside in a savings account or however you prefer to save it. But that money was your extra money for that quarter, and just do it again. If you find you're failing, like I said, just you know, kind of send a little salute to the universe. Well, I tried, and that's going to be it. But you can always try every month, and if you really get into it, you can have more money every month. But I'm going to say something with the economy. And um, Mm -hmm. and wars and wildfires and God knows what. It's hard to keep progress going every month, so just try for quarterly progress. That's my advice. Yeah.
3: Yes. Yes. And also, you know, even taking some time, you know, while looking at financial aspects, is you know, take some time to learn a little bit of of uh, gain an understanding of of how does finances work because some of us. You know, may not have had parents or grew up with parents that really understood it. I mean, I remember one time uh, uh, long ago, there was a Christmas that the sheriff brought uh, gifts for all of us kids and food for my parents, just because they were struggling that much. And sometimes seeing that stuff and not understanding the struggle can also, you know, be a part of, of our you know our psyche or our our. Uh, Thought process and I always I'm all about public libraries you know you got one in your city you're paying for it utilize it cuz sometimes there's great resources that they might have or even free resources as well as tons of wonderful books so go educate yourself and apply what you're learning to the magic you're applying
2: yeah in the chat, Phyllis Margaret Gabor said, I believe I remember a spell about sprinkling cinnamon and sugar under your door mat to draw things in. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely wow. true. And um, uh, that, that is one of the best for a store. Um, it okay. is. Um, it is can be used for a home. You can also um, add a little nutmeg. You can add a little bit of... Um, Mace. There's a bunch of those brown spices that are used to draw money. Yeah. Mix them with a little sugar. Put them under your doormat. Your welcome mat. And particularly, uh, some people like to have the word welcome on it, right? You know those funny do- those you know those funny stupid doormats that show a barking dog and they say you know get away. Well, you can't use that kind of a doormat to draw money, can you? Um, you want to have a, a doormat that's inviting, like welcome. <laughs> and then put some money uh magic underneath it and that will help. You know, setting your mood and emotion by the signs and the and the slogans and the memes that you put out is real important.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Irish Moss is one that I do like to put under under not only uh, the store I work at, but even at my own little office I will put because while I work uh, uh you know, at one little spot for my clients, even though I don't have an mm-hmm. in person client, I still have that, you know, it's still I'm running my business here too. Mm-hmm.
2: So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a good one. A little, Irish yeah. Moss, what they say is your money never runs out. Um, if you have Irish moss, and uh, oh, that's great. it's a it's a great one for that. Alkanet is another, although it'll stain your doormat red. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Don't be doing that. Was, Don't be doing that.
0: I was I was told alkanet and alfalfa in a packet, fold it up and keep it in your wallet and your purse to keep mm-hmm. poverty away, poverty and and calamities and crossed conditions around money because money is, and I've said this before on the radio show, money is the easiest thing to jinx. It's just the mercurial nature of money, and if anyone's going to cross you, like, the first thing that'll go is money. It's, like, one of the quickest signs, like, if you ever want to know if you've been crossed, is look at what's happening to your finances. If your finances are acting very, very funny, chances are you might be facing cross conditions. It's just very easy to jinx. Other things are harder, right? Like, unless you have a predisposition for a health problem... Health can be kind of hard to jinx. It can be hard to cross up, but money is easy. So alfalfa and elkinet is like a go-to for that. You put it in a packet, I'll place help it in your mine. wallet, mm-hmm. yeah, or put it right in, in uh in your in your person. It keeps it keeps you safe. I also want to give a, a a really a signpost here for a really good strategy for prosperity throughout the year is refreshing your lucky charms. Any lucky charms mm-hmm. you have at the beginning of the year, wash them set the intention anew, fix them again, really good approach, give them a little bit of hoist cologne, give them a little bit of van-van. And talismans, charms, lucky charms in particular, once a year you can sort of refresh them. Now people do mojo bags throughout the seasons there's certain times that they do it but you can do the same thing with your lucky charms if you have a lucky coin if you have a lucky rabbit's foot give it this is the time to refresh it to pray over it anew to smoke it in some incense to give it some Hoyt's cologne to give it some van Damme.
2: That's a that's a really really good thing to do. I I'm all in favor of that. And people might say, hey, but we're already halfway into January. Is it too late? No, it's not too late. You just start oh, when you no. when you think about it. When you hear this broadcast, refresh your Lucky Charms. You should do it at least once a year. Um, and there's a there's a reason for it because you know just like anything else, they get schmutzig and dirty, and you got to clean them up and make them fresh mm-hmm. and fun. Um, you know, there's a Another thing that I like to do as far as uh, drawing money to the household, um, you can decorate the house by cooking, and the smells of the Mm. cooking will permeate the house with good money luck. So we have a book called Hoodoo Food, and it's got a lot of good luck piece for the new year in it, and there are many of them. We talk about them all the time, you know, red beans and rice, or black-eyed peas and greens, or whatever it's going to be with your culture. But um, but there are other recipes for um, good luck. There's one in there that for um, corn fritters that looks like uh, coins. And I think that um, any kind of cooking that you do that has money ingredients will perfume the house with the scent that draws money to the home. And if you don't cook... Well, just go out and buy yourself uh, a nice fresh-baked whatever and uh, let that smell permeate your home if you can.
3: Yes, yes, I, I have to say there is a dish I learned a long time ago uh, when I first moved to Omaha, and uh, this friend was, I, I believe, in somewhere in the Middle East, and, and it's like he, he, he taught me how to make uh, napagata, please forgive me, but muhadara, uh, it's just because it has, like, um, with all spice and all these scents and it's just so enriched with the lentils and the rice and it's and the onions and and everything it just makes the home just amazing and prosperous and you feel full
2: <laughs> yeah um there are other kinds of ways to keep prosperity and i'm i mentioned you know things breaking down and not breaking down and countryman mentioned the jinx on your money if your money is what's more vulnerable than your health. So um, do keep an eye out on what's going on with your money, your health. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to tell you a funny story. So I have a client, and this woman works in a a big service industry Mm -hmm. outlet, and she has wanted to progress, but she's been held back for a number of reasons having to do with gender and skin color um, that are pretty obviously discriminatory. And she got so mad. She was talking with me. I mean, this has been going on for years, and I've been reading for her for years. And she said, you know, she just would like to curse this particular woman. Um, Just curse her. You know, make her get get out, just curse her away so that she'd have a fair opening to progress in, in the hierarchy. And I said, you know, but that's not you, sweetheart. That's not you. You're not a cursor, you know. The woman has done nothing to be cursed. I said, why don't you just confuse her and jinx her money? And she worked on it. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. She's like, I don't know. It's just I'm going to have to curse her, <laughs> She called me up the other day, and she goes, oh, you're not going to believe this, but somebody else has filed a discrimination suit against her, and I didn't have to. And I mm-hmm. said, well, thank God. So now this woman's going to lose her job. Her money is cursed, and, and my client didn't have to curse her. All she had to do was use reversing to send that jinx back. And now her way is open for prosperity, and she is first in line for a raise to a management position. So sometimes, when you want um, to get something, you kind of go around the corner a little bit to get there, right? Don't always be afraid of of uh, watching to let someone else do the work, right? And in this case, it was this totally random other person who sued the woman? But the end result was. She's getting the prosperity that was withheld by this woman um, kind of trying to squash her career. So what we have is something also, think about your career. Think about um, how you can move people away that might be impediments to your career. Move them away gently. Don't be cursing. Just move them away gently and see if you can rise up and get more prosperity for yourself. A lot of people are unrealistic. They think, well, I just want more money. I want a raise. Well, a raise may not be possible. Maybe the boss doesn't have money for a raise. So what you need is an upswing in the whole economy, or you need an upswing in the sector of industry that you are in, or you might need to change industrial sectors. So always keep in mind that there are many roads to prosperity. It's not one road, and you want to be able to work flexibly.
3: Yes. Yes.
2: Yes.
3: Not everything needs a sledgehammer when it all it needs is a screwdriver.
2: <laughs> well said. <A> good point. <laughs> that is well, well said. Um, so um, now in the chat, they've broken up with a conversation about simmer pots, and um, and, and Phyllis Marker, Gabor Popper, Nude are talking about simmer pots, yeah. cast iron simmer pots in the garage. Yes, simmer pots are wonderful and will produce this, just the most amazing change. They are not the same as burning incense, because you don't have to worry about your lungs, and they are not the same as food, because you don't have to worry about your calories. They're just perfuming the air with the aroma of good money magic. So great idea, simmer pots. And you can put into them any of the wonderful Uh, spices and herbs that are used. I call the uh, pumpkin pie spices, any one of them Mm -hmm. and all of them together will make a, a good simmer pot.
3: And it's a simple thing to do even when you're getting ready to do work is to start a summer pot going so you're already getting the the air of the space prepared and welcoming to those type of spirits and influences that you are working towards to help promote that prosperity or promote that which you are working towards. So that's
2: why I love them. Yeah. They really do work well. And there are... um, Also, potpourris that can be used in the same way. Mm -hmm. One of them is the Jewish Bessemum spices, which really was not uh, invented for prosperity, but... In the African-American community long ago, 100 years ago, it got this kind of reputation for being money herbs. It smells great, and everyone has their own recipe for it. And um, you just use it as a potpourri, smell it, and um, especially you're supposed to smell it when the Sabbath is over and you go back to work. But um, in the black community, it's common to burn it as an incense, and they were called money herbs. Mm. Cinnamon in
0: particular, I think, is one of those fantastic herbs for, that you can add for any type of scent that is really good for bringing prosperity. It has a general attraction quality to it. It brings mm-hmm. in love. It brings in love, luck and money. It brings luck and sort of everything. And so it works really, really well. You can add it to a similar pot. You can add it to your incense. You can add it as any sort of scent that, that wafts up into the house and into the home, and it will bring prosperity.
2: Yeah. Um, Phyllis Margaret DeBorg, she, she's just cooking here in the, in the chat room, says attraction oil mixes perfectly with pumpkin pie spices. So it does. And there's a reason for that. Some of the ingredients are indeed overlapping ingredients. And mm-hmm. another one that works pretty well is fast luck oil. Um i I will not be uh, giving away the trade secrets of the universe when I say they both have cinnamon in them, <laughs> so but each of them has other other stuff in them as well, so those are are really nice and so speaking of cinnamon fan of um when you 're looking for prosperity again, it depends on what kind of a job you have, but if you have a job that involves keeping your mind sharp uh meeting customers, meeting clients um You can use little um, mints. Mint is really good for protection from all the diseases those clients carry. And cinnamon mint uh, is a great combination. The cinnamon brings in the money that you're going to get from the client who comes to see you or the client who's calling you on the phone. So cinnamon um, red hots and um, cinnamon mint candies uh, for your mouth will Always sweeten your throat, sweeten your voice, and will definitely draw you money.
3: I love that one. <laughs> it's so simple to use. I mean, um, sometimes just using what you have close by. Um, everybody, for the most part, might have cinnamon in their cupboard, so utilize what you've got. Um, uh, I, I and I, I would just want to go back to even like Contraband had mentioned this of like Alfalfa, um, and and you know Alf Alpha I'm going to tell you it's one that I do swear by. Even though you know life has its ups and downs, we all signed up for this roller coaster when we got here. So. Um, there are going to be down times, there's going to be up times, but I have found alfalfa. I always have kept uh, a, a little jar of alfalfa in my cupboards, and even on times when I've struggled, it's like I've always had something in my cupboard which uh, to eat, and sometimes there's the weirdest combinations, but I ate, and that in and of itself is prosperous.
2: Yeah, and alfalfa can be used in tea as well. A lot of people think of yeah. it as like well, this thing you feed the guinea pigs or or cows, or horses, but um, it actually, you can put, alfalfa tea is good for you, and you can add it to other herbs to make a money-drawing tea. And we've published some recipes for money-drawing teas. Um, Again, it could be anything made with um, alfalfa, a little ginger, helps you be lively. And, um, of course, green tea is uh, more money-like than black tea. Uh, green tea reminds us of the green money of the United States. And so there's a, a you know, just a nice little green tea with some uh, spices and herbs is a great way to liven yourself up. That same tea can be used to wash your altar. It can be used to wash your door frames or floors or windowsills. Green candles um, burned on the windowsill will attract customers to a shop and can attract money to the house. There's a, an oil we make called Money House Blessing, which is for people who earn their money at home, as so many people do now. And so it's a little different than money drawing, and it will bring money just specifically to your home. And um, I like that one. i uh, also a big fan of getting together some of the, um, what I would call the happy... Mint family relatives that are good for the home time is good for money. it's in the mint family. Mm, Rosemary yeah. is good for the home it's in the mint family. Oh. Basil keeps the home happy and protected. it's in the mint family and so that's again comes from the idea of these spices, cloves and cinnamon and allspice and things like that. But you can put in a few of these mint family relatives, which are very aromatic but will, and will protect. But some of them also do draw money. Time, for instance, they always say if you plant a time plant, then as long as it grows, your money will grow. And it's hard to do that, by the way. Time is a very tender little plant. But give it a try. And as I said before, if it if it fails, eh, just try something else. Um, there's a plant called a Lunaria, or Honesty, or um, Moon Plant. And it is uh, a plant that makes a seed pod that's flat, almost like the head of a drum or like a flat moon. And it has these little seeds in it. And um, this is a real old custom to plant Lunaria. It's just an annual plant. Plant Lunaria in the spring, um, and your money will grow. Every time the moon gets full, the, it's going to increase that Lunaria, increase those things. And then you can save those little flat um discs with the seeds in them and plant again the next year and your money will grow. It's really fun, interesting, if you have a green thumb, just try it, Lunaria. Or it's also known as Honesty, and I don't know why it's called Honesty, but it's the same plant.
0: Well, that's fantastic! Yeah, I love I love the combination of thyme and rosemary in the in the house, particularly because thyme and rosemary is so good at coo- in in cooking. If oh, yeah. nothing else, than including it in in a good chicken roast at the beginning of the
2: year. And basil, <laughs> add, make sure you add a little basil. If yeah, no. a little bit of basil a, that's right? really good for the home. But of them yeah. in particular, thyme is really good for money. Time's on your side. Always remember that.
0: Yeah, get yourself to <laughs> the cookbook, people.
2: Okay, well, um, now, um, there are some other oils that we often recommend for prosperity, and I'm going to mention them real quickly. One is called Pay Me, and this is an oil that people owe you money. Uh, You can burn it on candles, or you can, again, bathe with it. You can use it as an incense. People don't think of that where they go, well, why aren't I prosperous? Well, um, I loaned somebody money and they never paid me back. Pay me will get you paid back or should if you really work on it. And another one is wealthy way, which is just to relax and enjoy your wealth and be eternally prosperous. And of course, there is prosperity, better business or business success oil. And that's definitely good around your office. Yeah. Wow. All right. Wow. All right. A prosperous new year for all of you. Yes.
1: Support for this program is provided by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and located online at luckymojo.com. And by the Association of Independent Readers and Root Workers, AIR, a directory of authentic, ethical and authentic conjure practitioners located online at readersandrootworkers.org. And by Hoodoo Psychics. The first psychic line run entirely by Hoodoo practitioners. Receive a reading with a trusted root worker instantly. Call 1-888-4-HOODOO or visit hoodoopsychics.com. And by the Crystal Silence League, a free online prayer service of the Association of Independent Spiritual Churches located online at crystalsilenceleague.org. Now, normally we'd be going to the phone to talk to today's client, but sadly, our client isn't on the phone with us today, but we will still be taking their call or their um, question. And our client is Veronica, and she is writing in from California, and she has not had a reading on this situation before. And she writes, I was in a relationship with someone who was in prison. Before he went in, before he went in we were together for 10 months. He did three years and six months. When he got out, I felt that he wasn't the man he told me he would be. He got out in August of last year, and I broke up with him the first week of October. I'm still hurting from the whole experience because I genuinely felt like I was there for him emotionally. And now I want to let him go because I don't want to want to place any more energy on this situation. Do you have any suggestions on what I can do to break this bond? I want to focus on the good in my life and close that chapter. Turning it over to you, Ms. Kat.
2: Oh, my. Well, this is one of those problems, and I'm going to just take a moment here to play the part of your old grandmother. People are innocent until proven guilty, and if they're proven guilty, they may still be innocent, but a person who's in prison, more than 50% chance they are guilty, and then you have to ask yourself, Do you want to associate yourself with a criminal? And I say this because as an old grandmother, I have seen a few too many women, healthy, sane young women, fall in love with someone who's in prison. And instead of breaking ties and just, you know, keeping a friendship, they try and hope that this person will come out and become better. Now, of course, some people do come out of prison better, but not all of them. And remember, a person who's been through prison has been severely traumatized, severely traumatized. It's worse than being in the military. So I'm not saying you should drop everybody who goes to prison, but don't be surprised, like Veronica, that this person um, just didn't work out. And, um, you know, it, it's just, it happens. So don't beat yourself up for that. All right. I'm going to turn this over to um, Contraman and Papa Newt to do the readings and I'm going to do the root work advice.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm I'm happy to do the readings uh, here, Though I'm going to take a little bit more of a practical approach to the readings and uh, the client is is really asking what they can do rather than why, so the readings will sort of indicate the direction uh, of of what uh, Veronica can do here uh, so I've shuffled the cards and i've i pulled three uh, and the very first card is the the five of cups and so the five of cups is is an image of of hurt it's an image of suffering it's an image of sorrow and it's an image of grief um, what it shows is, is a person who is grieving what could have been uh, a person who is grieving what uh hope they had what they put their heart towards what you know uh What they desired and sought for is now spilled before them. It shows a person wearing a dark cloak, and they're in a state of grief. They're in a state of sadness. They're in a state where things don't look positive for them. They're unable to look beyond what has been spilled before them. It's a state of being. I call this the state of sorrow because it's not just about feeling sad, but being in an actual state. State of sorrow, a state of grief, and when you're in that, it's sort of hard to look beyond. It's hard to see that there is uh, something else out there, that there is a future. The state of sorrow is uh, is all-consuming, right? Uh, it, it's a uh, uh, it's a way in which it completely blinds us to, to the world around. Um, The good news is there is hope. The good news is all this person has to do is turn around, turn away from the past and look towards the future, and they will start to see things turn in a positive light. Now, there is a warning here. The very next card is the Knight of Swords, indicating that this person may either try to come into your life again or may exert some type of disruptive influence in your life again, just as you're starting to move on. So any type of healing work, any type of work that you do to help you move on should have a protective quality to it, a protective component to it, a barrier component, a way of saying these are my barriers, these are my walls, you cannot go any further. I I want to be very clear about this, that the protection element is important. Healing is good, and healing is necessary here. But in order for the healing to stick, you're going to need to do something to make sure that you're safe. Think of it as a garden that's going to have walls. You need the walls to protect that garden. Because the second you start to heal and move on, this person is going to exert some type of influence, disruptive, harmful influence in your life. And so I want you to be very mindful of that. The good news is the final outcome is the Knight of Cups. So we see here sort of a story that's being told. We have a person who is mourning those spilled cups, who's looking down at the goblets that have been spilled, that is grieving over them. But as they turn around, they're going to be faced, as they start to move away, they're going to be faced with this confrontation. If they can manage that, then they become that Knight of Cups where they take the Golden Goblet, the golden goblet that has their love, that has their affection, towards something more worthwhile. They start to move out of the desert of pain and towards an oasis, towards a river that will refresh them. In fact, there are very strong indications that new love will come into your life. In fact, once you do this healing work, once you start to move away, you'll start to find new love in your life. So the work should involve some type of deep water-based, bath-based healing work, followed by very strong protection work, and then opening you up towards the new path. And if you do that, that will lead you out of your state of sorrow and grief, out of the pain that you've experienced towards a brighter future. The process is likely going to take a few months, and I see that this is really going to be turned around by about the March time period. I'm going to turn this to Papa Newt, who's going to do your next reading.
3: <laughs> Thank you, man. Um, I'm reading with uh, the major arcana, of the uh, Tarot de Marseille, which is the closest deck I currently have with me. Um, but yeah, I put down three cards, which I have is the Devil, Death, mm-hmm. and the World card. So mm-hmm. right. There, I mean, you have the death card cutting its function, it's cutting right in the center it's going towards the left of that card of the devil, which is the first card that we have here, so not only do we have some um some cutting and some moving forward but there's some elements of healing as well, um, taking some, also some time, you know, doing the work that Miss Cat will will be suggesting here to you, but also taking that time to look at at what is it that you are wanting with with relationships, um, getting some clarity of what you are about. Um, since this color is not with us, and this cat wasn't able to, you know, get their astrological sign, these are just things that we really need to take some time with because the world card is a beautiful thing to have after this the death card because this woman is dancing freely with and with the uh, the wreath the bail wreath surrounding them the the beautiful creatures in the four corners showing the balance this is knowing oneself knowing what you want and and again it's 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 having that clear idea so when you do meet somebody new you you know when to go like, hey, this is not right for me, or no, I can work with this and see where it goes. Because sometimes we could get into a relationship, and it's like planting a garden, since we used used this term before, it's like sometimes we'll put in the seed and see what grows, and sometimes it's like, wait, I'm getting tomatoes, but I wanted cucumbers, what the hell? And that's (laughs) going to be important, you know, to take some time after this to spend some time with yourself.
2: Wow. That was a serious set of cards there. (laughs) I know. I'm just like, oh, jeez. Okay. All right. Devil, death, and the world. All right. Um, Okay. Well, I'm going to give some uh, ideas for spell work. Number one, we do have the water cards that were indicated. By conjurement. And we also had that chaotic night in the middle, which needs some protection. So I'm going to start with a spell that would involve you bathing yourself. Uh, this could be bathing with some uh, cut and clear um, and uh, oil in water or cut and clear bath crystals. But it should be a bath. And I would... Um, Then move on to, and let the water go out, pour it out outdoors if you can, but down the drain if you have to. And then I would move on to the idea of that that knight of swords. Yes, there's chaotic energy, and yes, if that person comes back, it will be chaotic. But it also can be you cutting things up. And it may be a little chaotic doing it, but it may be important for you to break that tie. So I'd like you to take a photo of the person or... If you're really in the mood, take all the photos you have of the person and just cut them up into little shreds. Cut, 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 cut. Right? Um, that don't let this person be in your life anymore, even in the form of a photo. I've had to do this myself, even to the point of taking gifts that were given to me and and um, you know other things and just um, ceremonially cut them apart, destroy them. Then you can make a a little brazier and burn those papers. Let's just burn them up. And you can add to that um, some kind of an incense such as, um, oh, destruction. It's just the ending. Or if you feel more calm, separation. Just separate. Blow those ashes away. Just whatever it is, let it go. And don't catch the woods on fire now, but just, you know, blow them away. And then you're going to move on to the next stage, which is another bath, a bath to heal yourself. And we have a wonderful herb bath. I'm laughing now because everyone knows what I'm going to say. Conjurman created this really great herb mix called Love Uncrossing mm-hmm. Bath. And so that's now you're going to do a Love Uncrossing Bath after you've gotten rid of this stuff. Also, the um, next step, we have these three cards that... Um, Papa Newt saw, which were um, the devil, death, and the world. So the devil is the change that tied you. Again, any gifts, anything that you have of this person, it should go away. And death, if you want to, if there are gifts that you can't burn, bury them. Death just buries things on the ground, in the ground. That's fine, too. And then comes the world. And this is very similar again to the idea of the love and crossing bath. But there's a little bit of added stuff here. There's these bay laurel leaves for victory and for a new start. And um, I would do this spell over the course of at least three days. Um, First to um, acknowledge the grief, wash it away. Then to cut up, burn, bury, whatever and then on the third day you're going to be doing the love and crossing bath and the um and and add some bay leaves to it and i don't it doesn't come with those naturally so just add some bay leaves wash yourself and then rededicate yourself after you're done dress in oh you can say white clothes or something that's pretty just something clean clothing and uh, sit and light a white candle and um Then, pray for an opening of the new road forward and don 't look back don't don't it 's over it 's definitely over. The barrier that conjurmen talked about you can do by if you feel that this person will come back and that you might give in if they come back. you can put a little ring of protection or oil or uh Take some um, protection incense and scatter it around your house. Uh, I don't think it's so dangerous that you need fiery wall of protection, but if you feel that way, you could. But just make sure that you're protected. But when you do that protection, make sure that you call only that man's name into it, not any. You know, don't say protect me from everyone because then you'll never find a lover. So protect me from so and so. Uh, and so that's a little three day set of work, to do that kind of work and dedicate three days to it, I do recommend that you include a weekend and then another day that you don't have to go to work. don't want you crowding this because this is a major turning point in your life. If you have to, just call in sick on a Friday or Monday so that you really have three days to do this work. And then on the fourth day, just resume your life as it was. Go back to work and Uh, you'll find yourself completely lifted from this problem. If the person calls you back again or tries to get in touch, um, I would say you have good reason to completely cut them off because this is a spiritual spell that they should be able to feel and hear that you're not available anymore and you've healed yourself, you're moving on. If you want to have and need to have new friends, um, you can continue the work in terms of drawing friendships, drawing love. But that's a different kind of work that you can do on your own afterwards for um, meeting new people. Okay? So that's my um, take on it. Does anyone else have anything to add?
3: I, I just want to quickly just invite Victoria, when they're listening to this, to also not only do the work that Ms. Kat has recommended, but also invite you to get your hands on a copy of Woman's Work um, by Ora LaForest, yes. just because I believe there is the section of the Independent Woman, start on page 30th, which does have the empowerments and and such things like that, because especially seeing those serious cards like God and then the world card, I, I think that is going to be something to really help you to empower yourself after uh, taking care and moving away from this this experience.
2: That That's a wonderful thing. That book, a Women's Work by Orla Forrest, has uh, changed a lot of women's lives. I'm sure that, you know, men can read it too. But the idea is, it's root work for women, and there is a chapter, yeah, starting over, and the, there's a chapter on the independent woman, and those are important uh, chapters. They contain spells that you can do. Thank you so much, Papa Noon, for mentioning that. Um, it's on. a really great book. It's like a handbook of literally women's only kind of root work. But there's so, I mean, there are many, many things that that men can do as well. But there's such some of it which is strictly um, biologically female uh, root work. It's a great book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a thumbs up from I Patricia in the which? chat. <laughs> yeah, someone who knows and likes that book. All right. Anybody else have anything to add? That what we can tell Veronica.
0: And not uh, in terms of practical root work, just as just this really basic advice here is that this is gonna take time. Uh, there is an indication that mm-hmm. there's sort of a, a yeah. couple months process here by margin mm-hmm. that I got by from the reading. Be patient with yourself, be patient with this process. Particularly when you've been really devastated by love, when you've been really devastated and betrayed and hurt emotionally. It takes time to kind of get over that. And that's okay. I mean be be forgiving with yourself, Be gracious with yourself allow yourself to heal allow yourself to hope again allow yourself to trust again allow yourself to move on but know that this is a process that it's not going to be easy and you may falter and there may be moments when you doubt yourself and that's okay so just be just just be very patient understand that this is going to take a couple months here yeah, that this is not just a matter of you're going to wake up tomorrow and your heart is healed and everything is good and
2: right, oh, instead right.
0: take, take It's going to take a couple months here.
2: Some processing. Um, And and this is what you had read, the Knight of Cups, which always symbolizes a journey. And it's not something that's over quickly. One thing about it, that first card, the Five of Cups, takes place on a stage, which means that's a transitory moment. It's between the acts. Mm -hmm. And so the, the sorrow and the grief is now, but the journey will lead you away from that. All right. Wow. Well, I wish we could have spoken with Veronica, but Veronica, we wish you all the best. And, uh, and you can always call Missionary Independent Spiritual Church and ask for an emergency light to be set if you feel you're having a rough day. And that's a free service. All right, and the number is 707-887-1521 to get a hold of Nikki or Colleen. They'll help you, or Eileen. All right, next up, our network identification and tritone.
0: LMC. You're listening to the LMC Radio Network, broadcasting out of Forestville, California, on the World Wide Web at LuckyMojo.com.
3: The LNC Radio Network is a media alliance whose excellent shows include The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Rootbook Hour with Catherine Ironwood and Conjurment, Sundays, 3 to 4.30. Mystics, Mages, and Magical Places with Reverend Art and Reverend James, Mondays, 4 to 5.30. The Crystal Silence League Hour with John St. Germain, in syndication, Tuesdays. The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Deborah Voice Tuesdays, 4 to 5. The Now You Know Show with Professor Porterfield, in syndication, Wednesdays. And The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Elvira Love and Miss Phoenix LaFay, in syndication, Thursdays. All-time specific, Add 3 hours for Eastern. Sponsored by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California, and online at luckymojo.com.
1: Some quick announcements about those upcoming shows on the LMC Radio Network. Monday, January 15th at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Mystics, Mages, and Magical Places with Reverend Art and myself will be J.D. bringing the topic of success spells for the new year and... Tuesday, January 16th at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Witch, the Priestess, and the Cauldron with Miss Elvira and Deb Boyce on the topic of healing past life intrusions. And now it's time for our free spell segment from our special guest, Papa Newt, Newt PapaNewt.com in Omaha, Nebraska. Take it away, Papa Newt.
3: All right, so I just have a little prosperity mojo for you all, I guess, to kind of get started for the new year. You can treat this, and work with it throughout the year, and then when it's the new year, you can decide to recreate it, refresh in the mojo for the next year. Start off, you know, getting yourself at least, at least 16 allspice berries, uh, a couple pinches, like two pinches of lucky green rice, a small bay leaf a small lodestone, having a pinch of 5 finger grass, and also make sure for that lodestone you've got some magnetic sand, two pinches of cinnamon chips, you know, you can use a red or green mojo bag. You can get yourself either a white or green chime candle and of course a little holder for that. Uh, prosperity oil and as well as Psalms 23. You know, take the a small piece of paper as well um, and just write out Psalms 23. You know, you can just write the, the Psalms as it is, or I'd like to do something and I invite you to to put like that very first verse which says, The Lord is my shepherd. I, write your name, shall not once... You know, Or if you decide not to do that, still sign your name on that paper and fold it up towards you and, and get that all ready. On a plate, place the candle in the holder in the center. Take the chime candle anointed with the prosperity oil. Uh, lay each of the items on the plate around the candle. Also, even take a moment to anoint your lodestone with, with that oil and also sprinkle that little bit of magnetic sand to feed it. Take, uh, then also before you begin take a moment three deep breaths just to be focused on on this moment what you are doing light the candle and spend time praying psalms 23 over the candle over the items um, you can even utilize that slight alteration of of putting your name in that first verse, but spend some time praying and pray this psalm over everything at least three times. Afterwards, start to take each of these items to place them into the mojo bag, and then place your mouth up to the bag and pray Psalms 23 again at least three times into the bag, and Close it, keeping your breath within that bag. Let it sit within the light of that candle and let the candle finish burning out. You know, you can carry this bag with you throughout the year, uh, keeping it safe when you're not carrying it, and also letting it be fed with that prosperity oil and even praying Psalms 23 over it at least three times. Uh, It's just a little, little something that I... Put together with a client I think this week and it already has been quite effective for them And I wanted to share
2: with you all Well, that's a wonderful mojo and um, it's Basic I love that Uh, Yeah, it's basic. It is a great mojo for the intention of Prosperity Mm -hmm. and it's also a great mojo because it teaches so many how to put things together And this is how Mm -hmm. mojos are usually put together with articles that are allied by purpose Mm -hmm. and form Mm -hmm. and uh, make a a wonderful little amulet packet or charm. For those who don't know what a mojo is, it could be a a little bag, flannel bag, like was mentioned. But people also, if they have to, I've seen them put a mojo into a tobacco cloth tobacco sack, old-fashioned bugler sack, Mm -hmm. Uh, wrap it up in a handkerchief, tie it in a handkerchief where you just tie little knots crisscross on the handkerchief and have a little ball, or just even a little small piece of uh, cloth that you just gather up like a little circle and tie a string around it. So mojo can be made many ways, and this is a really good mojo. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm
3: And I I did put kind of put these certain numbers in and certain things like the 16 the 2 the 1 the 1 everything added up i mean the magnetic sand was like okay that's going to be with the load so those are going to eventually be together right. but everything equals up to 24 which is this this year
2: oh wow <laughs> Very good. Uh, that's fantastic. The ingredients add up to twenty four. Okay. I love it when people think about these things. Um <laughs> you're so smart. Um <laughs> Thank you. Wow, that's a good one. I also I uh, love
0: I love the use of a Mojo bag for prosperity throughout the year because the Mojo bag is a is a spirit ally. It's it combines a talisman with an actual Spirit that will work for you throughout the year, growing in strength, bringing in prosperity, bringing in that wealth, and I, I love that as a as a long term strategy for prosperity.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this this year um, we're going to also be having the year of the dragon. That's going to be the lunar new year, and those of you who are dragons might want to. Uh, consider that. If you're not a dragon, get friendly with whatever local dragon you have in your world. Um, A lot of people um, modify what they're doing based on what the year is. The year of the dragon is a year of uh, considerable power. Uh, The United States Postal Service is putting out a year of the dragon stamp. They put out a new lunar Uh, stamp every year this one is particularly horrendous because it doesn't look like a dragon it looks more like a a goat or maybe a dog or maybe a monkey, we're not really sure but it is called the year of the dragon so if nothing else, buy those stamps and put them on your letters and get yourself a dragon coin or uh, some paper money with a dragon on it it would be good for you this year a a good way to have prosperity and uh, happiness for the year Alrighty, I'm going to turn this over to Reverend James, and he's going to give us our announcements, and then we'll come back and say goodbye.
1: Thank you, Ms. Cat and Conjure Man, and thank you, Papa Newt of PapaNewt.com in Omaha, Nebraska, for being our guest this week. We invite you to join us next week when we will have Reverend Art of FolkConjure.com in Western North Carolina bringing us the topic, How to Bless Strangers. Once again, we've come to the end of another Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour brought to you by the Lucky Mojo Curio Company in Forestville, California. You can find this chat of the Lucky Mojo Forum at forum.luckymojo.com and Conjureman at conjuremanconsulting.com in Mission Viejo, California. I'm your announcer, Reverend James, joining you from folkhonjure.com in North Carolina. The Lucky Mojo Hoodoo Root Work Hour can be heard every week live on Blog Talk Radio at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and the shows are available in archives via luckymojo.com forward slash radioshow.html. For all of us at Lucky Mojo, I'd like to thank you for being here and invite you to tune in once again next week at this same time when you will hear the familiar strains of the Memphis Jug Band playing the Jug Band Waltz. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye.
2: Thank you, Reverend James. And, um, folks, this is a good opportunity to remind you that it's never too late to start prosperity work. You don't have to always start on the new year, so I want you to get that prosperity work going. Get those Year of the Dragon tokens all assembled Um, I say this because Nagashiva is preparing a surprise for us all for the year of the dragon and y'all gonna love it Um, he's a good conscientious web designer and uh, I don't want to give away any more of it because it's a surprise but just think about year of the dragon also uh, Reverend Art how to bless strangers next week That's going to be something. I don't think we've ever done a show on how to bless strangers, and a lot of people don't know how, and I'm going to learn a few things from Reverend Art. So be sure you tune in then. Tell your friends. Prop on by. Well, I guess that about finishes my announcements. Reverend James spoke so quickly, I can just stretch my vocalizations out, kind of like leaves falling on the ground, slowly but surely.
0: (laughs)
1: <laughs> Good, night. <laughs>
2: Good, night, <all.
0: laughs> Good night. Good night, all. Good night, everyone.
1: Bye-bye.